0: is back back again the random shots guys are back we're back again that's right here we are random shots we're back better than ever at least better than last time hopefully not as good as next time but uh you know here we are i'm rowdy night that's at rowdy night everywhere and you guys introduce yourselves go ahead feel free this is
1: the one and only Indy, and i am broadcasting to you From our old hangout. Yes, that's right. It's the basement of the science building. No, that's not it. It's the basement of my mom and dad's house. The original Potpourri Studio. That's right. We recorded many of our old videos. You may remember us talking about some old videos and skits we recorded in our last episode, our little retrospective episode, and today... I am broadcasting from that very basement. And this is Indy. Uh, reach me at Daring Dragoon with two of those people. That's Twitter.
2: Cody. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ANTBA44. That's right, that's at EDBA44.
3: And I am your fourth quarter host. You can find me at Max Magus on Twitter. You can find the pod the podcast at R Shots Podcast or just search Random Shots Podcast on Facebook. Indie, dare I ask what the website
1: is? Head on over to random-shots.net, and, and uh, to, you can go there and listen to every, each and every episode online. Um, uh, go read read the show notes on every episode, and you can click on the subscribe page, and you can subscribe using just about each and every pod App manageable and by the way, we are now on Spotify.
0: Are we? Yeah, get out of here. That would have been good news, if uh, you know, beforehand to tell me. But uh, I, I, I wanted to share the news for the show. I'm very excited about that. I'm I, I'm longtime uh, Spotify subscriber, so uh, that's awesome. Yes, thankfully
1: they made it really easy. It was a simple form to submit. Our podcast to uh, Spotify, and uh, it was on there hours after I submitted it.
0: So, I, I think they heard about us; they were expecting us.
1: That's right. They they're they trying to court us for quite some time, and now they're like, now, "Yeah, we got Kevin,
0: but we could really use you guys."
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know how Joe Rogan? Uh, they gave him like a hundred million dollars to to be an exclusive bit. They're they're trying to get us to do that same deal, but uh, we're not taking it. We want to stay independent. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. Want
0: to don't uh, sell out to the man.
3: Wait, <laughs> do, do, do we get a vote on this? No, <laughs> no, nope, nope, no vote. Uh, I would mention that other place where you can get the podcast, but she's always listening. And if I mention her name, she's going to start talking to us.
2: This is um, a special podcast for many reasons. One, and he said that we were on Spotify. Two, that was probably the creepiest opening that we've ever had. With, uh, <laughs> I think they was just trying to sing, but uh, that came across kind of evil. And uh <laughs> and I the just tri- tribute to M right there, Eminem. That's right. And what makes it another special episode is, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we will be reaching up to the top shelf. We will be pulling down. Our second ever Potpourri random pick That's right, we all pick a separate category And pick our top three favorites Of that category So you've tuned into a, a, a fantastic episode And um, I really like what uh, Rowdy said earlier How did you say that? Better than last time, but Better not as good time. as next time But not as good as next time, I like that
0: Man, so, so technically since all three of us have, Or all four of us Sorry about that Indy uh, All four of us <laughs> <laughs> Since all four of us have three, this could be a 12-pack. Yeah. But we'll stick with Potpourri Studio. Yeah. Huh? Or Potpourri uh, Picks.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, well, the, first, the first time we did this, I, called, I named the episode on the website Random Rankings. So it could also be referenced as Random Rankings as, also, as well. Random Rankings 2, the sequel. A 12-pack of Potpourri. Random Rankings, a 12-pack of potpourri. <laughs> so what's the order for Rapid real Shots? Tonight's Rapid real Shots will be starting
3: with the Tony chair.
2: And before we start Rapid real Shots, just a reminder, tonight we're reaching up to the top shelf. We're pulling down a 12-pack of our top three favorite individual random picks of all time. And... Ta-da. All right, so... Rapid Reel Shots. Uh, First, I want to say that the uh, Kraken have uh, uh, entered the league. I'm very excited. They have uh, gone through their expansion draft. They have gone through the regular uh, uh, amateur draft. And um, and a couple days of free agency. And I just want to say as a Kraken fan since day one-ish, uh, I am super excited to, for that puck to drop October 12th. Um, I, we might not win a lot, but I think we got some good character guys, a good, uh, good hockey minded people. And I think, uh, I think we're putting a good team together and I'm, I'm excited to see it. All right, let's move on to Jerry. As some people know,
3: one of my favorite actors, comedians was Robin Williams. Uh, as, nine days ago, he would have been 70 years old this year. um, My rapid reel shot is actually going to lead into something else, but let me start with the rapid reel shot portion. Those of you that don't know who Dante Basco is, he played Rufio in the Hook movie. He was the one that had the pan sword when uh, Peter showed up in Neverland. Um, He posted on his Instagram this week, um, from the set of Hook, with his brothers and his cousin and Robin Williams, he and Robin are wearing some of their, their costume. Um, of course, Rufio's hair is done up. This is a picture on the Sony lot during shooting when my brothers and cousin came to visit me, and we gave him a hat that we made at Compton indoor North Meet. We embroidered the name of our crew we created after watching Dead Poets Society. It was the address of the garage we all lived in together growing up. One, three, six, zero, seven and a half. We wrote poems and raps and tried to live like they did in the movie and sucked the marrow out of life. He'll never know how much he's impacted my life. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Um, The reason I wanted to share this tonight is because, uh, and use this as my rapid real shot, is because I I agree. I want to wish Robin Williams a happy birthday. Uh, uh, The man had a major impact on so, so many people. Some of my favorite movies are Robin Williams' movies. I just wanted to get you guys'
0: thoughts since it is his birthday. And go ahead, Tom. No, no, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, Robin Williams, I mean, he was a uh, genius. Um, he, he was able to do anything. Um, some in serious movies, funny movies, uh, cartoons, doing voiceover work, um, whether it was stand-up, whether it was television shows, whether it was actual movie production, the guy could do it all. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely a, uh, he was a treasure for, for everybody and uh the fact that he's gone and and you know the way as far as um just you know you can never tell how much somebody's hurting on the inside um you know no matter how how funny and haha they are on the outside you know they they have their own own problems and demons and and thoughts that are rolling around on the inside that they don't share with everybody and and uh so uh you know it's just a, a thing about like i tell my son with uh whenever he gets aggravated with somebody that he's playing against online or or anything like that you don't know what kind of day they're having you know they they may be having a crap day you know and uh they're just venting and it doesn't make it right but it doesn't make it right for you to strike back and and to be aggravated with them just kind of let it roll off and and let it is what it is but uh um, you know, just be as pleasant as possible to everybody, and and uh, try and help help anybody through through their day that they need. Me,
1: yeah, great, well said. I agree with all of it. Uh, I'll just make it quick, rapid, and say, I'm a big fan. Uh, he's he's missed. Robin Williams is missed, and uh, th- just think about all the great stuff he'd be doing right now if he was still around.
2: Yep. Just know, any anyone out there, if you if you, you're you're feeling uh, like there's no way out, there's always there's always a way out. Nothing is as bad uh, as as you could imagine, and I am here for whoever. I don't care who you are. Whoever is listening to this, tweet me, tweet at me, DM me. We'll we'll have a chat. Take, take care of yourselves.
3: So for those of you up there listening, um, you can also at me, DM me, find me on Facebook. Um, I'll be in here. Um, that's actually part of the reason for this tonight, uh, him being my rapid real shot, um, because as we've stated, you never know what somebody's going through. Um, and if you don't want to come to us, there's always the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Please reach out; we're here for you. No, I'd rather hear your story now than hear it from someone else.
2: It's a big issue. It's a big issue with veterans. It's a big issue with with teenagers and and everyone. And mental health is a serious thing. And and anything that we could do here, um, please let us know.
0: Definitely. Yeah, this
3: is. This has been on my mind all week, um, especially since I saw the post from Dante Basco. Um, for those of you listening, I did let the guys know ahead of time that it's not on my mind because of me for reason, just because I was thinking about people like Robin Williams that we lost too soon. So seriously, if you need to talk, I'm here. I really am. All right. All right. Let's
2: move it on over to the rowdy one.
0: So, um, my Rapid Reel Shots is uh, it's kind of wrestling-related. I mean, it happened by, or it was something a wrestler said, so. Um, my Rapid Reel Shots is a, a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago now at this point, but uh, after the AEW show went off the air, a, uh, a, uh, one of the performers picked up the microphone and addressed the crowd, as happens quite, quite often. Eddie Kingston is, uh, he, he picked up the microphone, addressed the crowd. Um, you know, he thanked everybody for coming. That's awesome. Great thing to do. Um, and then he talked about how, how much the uh, AEW guys busted their ass for him and, and to, uh, to uh, be out there and, and how it was their pleasure to perform for, for the fans. Awesome. Perfect thing to do. But then he said, you, things like, um, from the AEW superstars, you get um, you get a hundred percent every time. You don't have people just walking through the motions to pick up a paycheck up like you do in the other place. Referencing WWE, my concern with this is not that he addressed WWE as a as a secondary thing. I mean, as a competitor, as a business, you you want to build up your your product. Yes, you can put down the the other product, but don't put down the wrestlers, the workers that are, you know, your brothers and sisters. Whenever you're a wrestler, whenever you're in the ring, anybody else that steps in that ring is a brother or a sister uh, in, in, in this life for us. And so the fact that he put down the other performers that they weren't giving everything they had, and that they were half-assing it, that, that's where my issue comes in. Um, and uh, so it, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, uh, on his podcast, um, he addressed it with pretty harsh criticism. Um, I, uh, I reserved my criticism until I heard the, uh, the actual um, recording video of it, And uh, but then at, at that point... I get where Bubba's coming from, but Bubba's more talking about he, hes upset about the the company being bashed, which, like I said, that doesn't bother me. As, as you know, one company working for one company, you're supposed to be hyping up your company. But uh, but my concern is the fact that he put down the uh, other wrestlers. Yeah. Hyping up your company doesn't have to include tearing down the other company. Exactly. I agree with that completely. Yeah. I, I'm okay with the fact that, you know, he, he could go out there and say, you know, hey, we're better than WWE. Okay, cool. I'm glad you think so. Now prove it, you know. But, uh, but you know, that that's one thing. But to say that they're wrestlers and they're, they're people that are in there risking life and limb, literally, yeah. Um, you know, to to entertain the the fans also, and to do the same work that they're doing, um, you know that that's where my problem comes in is putting down the the uh, people that are working and busting their ass. Here's what I got to say about
1: that. Um, you know, if uh, it doesn't matter what uh, what product it is, whether it be AEW, WWE. Or another league, as as long as it's entertaining matches, that's all that matters. So, so uh, yeah, there shouldn't be rivalries. Just everyone should love wrestling. I'm- so, I, when
3: he first when I first heard about him saying it, I was my I, I told you my my whole thing was I think he's entitled to his opinion. You know, that's he deserves to have that. But you're right. He shouldn't be crapping on the workers over there. I understand that he disagrees with the practices of the company. Stick to that. Leave the boys alone. They don't deserve your hate. And we've seen, we've seen it here locally too. Um, we had a guy that went after us individually and not just after RMCW. Um, and he made a website with all of our faces as the heads on cockroaches. Which, personally, I thought it was funny. Um, but... The blind one didn't find it nearly as funny as
0: I did. I think I was gone by then, wasn't I? I don't remember being a cockroach, or at least nobody told me I was. I I think we just didn't tell you. Um, That was
3: one we found out about it one night when we were down at Red and Jerry's.
2: All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up our rapid real shots uh, with Indy. All
1: right. I I was hoping nobody else would come up with this story, but it's a story. About a restaurant near and dear to our hearts, it's a story about the create uh, the Colorado natives, Faye Parker and Matt Stone. They they made an announcement. They want since uh, the owners of our beloved Casa Bonita have been um, bankrupt. They they made the announcement that they would like to team up with some restauranteurs and buy Casa Bonita, reopen it, and improve the food. Hopefully, they don't uh, mess with the sopapillas, but I'd be okay with them changing the recipes. (laughs) Right now, it's pretty much cafeteria Mexican food.
2: (laughs) But it's still a fun experience to go every time. (laughs) So I have a real problem with them changing the food. I'm, I'm fine with them opening up the the restaurant. Heck, change some things, put Cartman Cave or whatever you want to do. South Park it up. I don't care. Leave the food alone. It's disgusting. That's what makes Casa Bonita Casa Bonita.
0: That's what sells toilet paper, goddamn.
2: <laughs> the, uh... Yeah, people... People talk, oh, you haven't been to Casa Bonita? you gotta go. The food's horrible, but you gotta go. If they <laughs> make the food good. What are they doing?
0: What's the selling point there? Right? <laughs>
2: uh, all
1: I know is whenever I go, I buy, I get the most blandest, mildest thing because <laughs> uh, it doesn't agree with me otherwise.
0: <laughs> That's the other part of it. <laughs> you experience the afterglow. I take three days off work after I go to Casa just to make sure I'm near a bathroom. <laughs>
1: a rigging endorsement. I can understand why you don't want to change it. <laughs> uh,
0: that's good quality reading time right there. <laughs> uh, some of us don't
3: enjoy being in the room right next to that bathroom, but that's beside the point. Uh, so a couple months ago, a friend of mine had posted on her Facebook that, you know, she thought this should be what happened. She thought that because of how they, how they had a love affair with it on their, on the show, maybe they should buy it out and keep it alive because it it was some doubt as to whether they were going to open even a few months ago. So I took her post and I tweeted it at them on Twitter, never heard anything back. And then all of a sudden that article drops, and I was like, oh, well, even if they didn't hear me, they heard somebody. So I'm pretty okay with this. Even if they make food to where, you
1: know, reality can eat it, I'm okay with that too. I understand you think it's part of the charm, but I I would be okay with maybe keeping the menu the same, but making it more
0: quality. (laughs) You know what I would really dig about this, though? They do this. And then they bring Robert Irvine in from Restaurant Impossible to uh, to fix up the place in three days or whatever he does. That'd be a great television show. Robert Irvine and the uh, South Park guys, come on. I am now following us on Spotify, by the way. So.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to reach up to the top shelf, pull down our top three favorite potpourri random picks 12-pack of all time. It's time for a
1: 12-pack of potpourri random
2: rankings. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) All right. And as we always do, the random dice of randomness rolled. And Jerry, who's starting us off tonight?
3: Tonight, the first person to deliver their first pick for the Potpourri twelve pack will be the rowdy
0: one. It's me. Um. All right. So it was my, me all along. <laughs> so <Sorry>. my uh, <laughs> my my three for the potpourri pick here is uh, going to be people that I would invite to a table for a uh, discussion from any point in history, but to just sit down and listen to these three people talk and and interact with these three people is what my uh, my thing is. So Great. it's
1: like Rowdy's dinner party.
0: You know, it's the ultimate dinner party. <laughs> that, that said so much better than what I just did. Thank you so much. <laughs> and
2: I, I, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I don't know uh, how suspenseful this is going to be, but there's three other podcast hosts
0: here, quarter hosts. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you're, you're, you're not on the list. Oh, no. <laughs> Because I have dinner with you guys all the other nights. Oh, oh that, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. And uh, so uh, my number one is... Probably the biggest surprise of all of them. And I'm, I'm not inviting him because of uh, what he's cooking. I'm inviting him because he made his first million after he was 50 years old. Uh, for what he's known for, he started very late in life. And as somebody who is getting to be middle-aged... I would like to, you know, start getting on to that, uh, you know, bringing in money type thing. And so I'd like to just sit and talk to this guy and, and learn from him and, uh, and, you know, find out everything he knows as far as this goes. His name is Colonel Harlan David Sanders, best known as Colonel Sanders uh, from KFC. <laughs> um, I would uh, he would be my first guest. If he brings chicken, that's great. I hope it's original recipe. I don't really care for the extra crispy. But if he brings it, that's great. But uh, personally, I'd prefer to have steak here at this uh, dinner party. That so, is a very interesting pick.
3: I mean, that's a very intriguing pick. He, I mean, he was in the Army. Um, I know that you want to talk to him about how he made his money, but I, he seems like he'd be really interesting to talk to and not just about how to take that step
2: forward in life. Right, yeah. Guy's probably got a lot of stories. (laughs) Moving on to you, Indy. Move on to Indy. Your first, what's your category, and second, what's your number three in that category? Now it's time
1: for my top shelf. For my top
2: shelf, I have
1: chosen an epic top three, an epic top three of epicness, and that is top three mythical creatures slash cryptids so that he's never
0: met <laughs> <laughs> no they're mythical he probably has met these ones <laughs> oh, okay
2: <laughs> so so i i'm very sorry to interrupt but uh for the listeners because i obviously know what what they are uh what are, what are cryptids cryptids is kind of like, a mythical
1: creature is like a dragon or something from a fantasy world. Cryptid is kind of like a Bigfoot or a Jersey Devil or something along those lines that people have claimed to have seen, you know? Okay. So, the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, according
3: to Merriam-Webster, a cryptid is an animal, such as Sasquatch or Loch Ness, that has been claimed to exist but never proven, contrary to popular belief, cryptids don't have to be supernatural, mythical, or even all that strange, though many popular creatures acquire these characteristics as their legends grow.
2: All right. Fantastic. Thank you for clarifying for the listener. Indy, fire away. All right. So, my first, I mean, my
1: third, my number three pick for mythical creatures... Is something well? I had recently gone on a trip to South Dakota, and I saw a statue of one of these things, and that was kind of the inspiration for this uh, top three. And what I saw was we we took a break from from well, we went to like Badlands National Park. We came back, took a break at a famous shopping center called Waldrug, and they had an area with a um with a statue of the jackalope and since it's a this is a regional mythical creature i'm not sure what category this one is is in maybe it's cryptid or uh but uh but i pick my f- number three pick is the the bunny with the antelope ears we're talking jackalope and that plus i saw the statue and it's a regional thing for our uh, for our area in,
2: here in the USA, I gotta go with jackalope. That's a uh, a solid pick uh, for your category. Uh, little known fact: I um, when I was younger, and we would drive through like Wyoming or something, there'd be postcards of of jackalopes on postcards. I thought they
0: were real for a long, long time. <laughs> I remember there was some show like a um, like America's Funniest Home Videos or something like that where they had a segment with a jackalope on it or something. Um, but I don't remember a lot of it. But uh, but I could have sworn that I think that was my first uh, interaction with a jackalope was uh, some skit thing that uh, one of these shows was
1: doing. And yeah, and I've seen many uh, gift shops with the. Uh... Either a jackalope stuffy or a jackalope taxidermy <laughs> rabbit with the with the antlers. <laughs> it's just a fun thing to think about. <laughs> so I picked
3: it. And, and listen, I am not convinced that these things don't actually exist. Nobody's ever proven that they don't exist. They could be out there hiding. I,
2: one day, will try to find one just for you guys. Please do, because then... Uh... Uh, my my childhood wouldn't be a lie. And and whenever you get
0: lost looking for them, we'll go find you. I appreciate that.
2: All right. Uh, That comes to me. My 12-pack of potpourri is going to be um, uh, zoo experiences. Uh, These are Uh, like behind-the-scenes experiences uh, that I have uh, been able to partake in. Uh, Just a little background, Um, when we go on vacation, it's usually uh, a combination of family or some sort of zoo or aquarium is also involved in that. We have been to 27 zoos and aquariums across the uh, 48 continental uh, states. And uh, just, yeah, we all have a love for animals, and we all love the the zoos and aquariums, and every once in a while, we do do some uh, behind-the-scenes experiences, and so these are my top three of those experiences. Uh, My number three is uh, at a little-known zoo, Um, not many people have heard of it, Uh, the San Diego Zoo. I don't know if uh, any of you have heard of the San Diego Zoo, but, you know. Uh, it's a quite a popular zoo, the world famous San Diego Zoo, and uh, we got to uh, do the experience of morning with pandas, and uh, it was a, it was a great experience. We got to see the pandas before anyone else. Uh, they were out, they were uh, uh, eating their bamboo, um, and but uh, that's not the only thing that we got to do. We got to drive around in the um, in their little golf carts to see other animals in the morning that. Uh, we may not have been able to experience uh, the things. We got to see the polar bears, um, baby uh, cheetahs, uh, and, uh, yeah, it was just a, a great experience. Very cool.
3: Are you, are you sure San Diego has a zoo? I heard they don't even have a Comic-Con.
0: <laughs> That's true, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, very cool. Um <laughs> Driving around on a golf uh, golf cart looking at the animals early in the morning is what I called last thing before I went home from my night shift working at the zoo. (laughs) Um, So I I probably didn't treasure it as much as you did. But but it was very cool because uh, early in the mornings before everything gets going, before the heat sets in, everything like that, uh, animals are definitely more active and uh, driving around and um, seeing them... um, First thing in the morning like that is a very cool experience, um, you know. So yeah, it, it, I think everybody should have that experience once of uh, seeing the animals first thing in the morning like that, and, and uh, they just seem more active and more alert than they do in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, All right. and
2: uh, our tour guide was spectacular. She was she was very knowledgeable, and um, and uh, we got to hear. Uh, lots of uh, different stories about the animals uh, and uh, that we wouldn't have had we not been on, on this experience.
0: Cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I, I, I've never seen live panda bear, So that, um that, that's very cool that you got to do that. Um, Cause yeah, I, I've never done that. So.
1: Cool. Yeah. I've been to the San Diego zoo one time and really enjoyed it. I don't think I got to go in the morning though. So, you got the uh, extra great experience. <laughs> uh,
3: I've heard great things about it, but, you know, it's in San Diego, and I, I'm not sure I'll ever end up in San Diego.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's really horrible. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, just I'll keep it for myself.
3: I would like to go to uh, uh, Sub Barbara someday, though.
2: What do you have against San Diego? Actually, I have absolutely nothing against San Diego. <laughs>
4: All
2: right. All right, moving on to you, Jer. What is your topic, and what is your number three? It's top three reasons they hate San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> say hi to my friends and
1: say this. <laughs> say Why say that? Hold on, give me just a minute to come up with that list.
3: <laughs> All right. My job tonight is just follow along with the theme that I have started already because it was his birthday, damn it, and I want to celebrate him and talk about his some of his best work. So my number three tonight is my third favorite, and, and this is a hard list to pick, I tell you what, my third favorite Robin Williams movie. And I am starting this out with a comedy, and I'm going with Good Morning Vietnam as my number three.
0: Yeah, Good pick. I've never seen it. It's good. I enjoyed it. I think my parents made me watch it the first time, but then I um, watched it again by myself without them.
2: I know a lot of Um, lines for the movie, and it looks good. Just, yeah, never, never thought. Yeah, Uh, I rented that on the VHS back in the day.
1: Uh, Thank very much. I would like to see it again. It's been a long time. I probably only saw it for that one rental. (laughs) Must, Must revisit. Thanks for reminding me about Good Morning Vietnam.
2: So here's the deal, Jerry. Um, you and I road trip to San Diego, and then uh, we rent a movie in the hotel room of uh,
0: Good Morning Vietnam. Fair enough. We can do that. You, you swing through Oregon, you'll be able to rent it from a blockbuster. Even.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a long road trip.
3: But you know what? It would be a fun road trip.
2: It sure would. We've been on a... Uh,
3: I was going to say, could you really handle that many days?
2: Absolutely. Because <laughs> I would bring earbuds.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and listen to Random Shots podcasts on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> um, we went on a little trip. Ju- uh, well, there was someone else there, too. But the, it was just you and me, Jer, and that other person. So that's a story for a different podcast. But uh, all right, uh, Dave, let's go back to you. What is your number two?
0: My next person at the uh, at the table there for uh, Rowdy's dinner party um, will also come as a surprise, probably to a lot of people. Uh, but again, with this person, they have a uh, ton of experience and knowledge that that. For one, I'd like to just listen to the stories, and for two, I'd like to learn everything I can from listening to these stories. And uh, this person has 99 years of knowledge, and she is still alive. Betty White is uh, the second person that I would invite to uh, my dinner party. Nine, uh, you know, She's got over 50 years in uh, the entertainment business, uh, probably, actually over 60 years in the entertainment business. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy entertainment. I'd like to, uh, be in entertainment, uh, one way or another. And, uh, whether it's podcasts, Twitch, um, you know, YouTube, whatever, um, I forgot all the other stuff we were talking about with, uh, uh, Potpourri Studios and all that, you know, I'd like to, uh, expand my knowledge into the entertainment realm and uh other than getting hit with a chair so um <laughs> it's a good change Definitely. <laughs> it entertains the crap out of the people but i'm getting kind of tired of it um so um but yeah so betty white would be my next guest at the uh, dinner party yeah it seems like she would be a hoot <laughs> so fun fact betty white was born in 1922
3: sliced bread was invented in 1928 Therefore, sliced bread is the greatest thing since Betty White.
2: <laughs> I do love me some Betty White. She is uh, she's a um, wonderful comedian. Uh, she's an animal activist. She actually uh, does lots of things with the L.A. Zoo uh, to kind of bring it into my topic, because, you know, that's what I do. I like to focus on me. Um, <laughs> I taught you
0: well, young Padawan. <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah, solid, solid pick. There's actually a documentary that uh, we just added to our queue on uh, Netflix about Betty White.
0: Mm. I'll need to check that out. There
3: is—I uh, can't even think of the name, but it's the big alligator or crocodile movie where she's been. She plays a character that's been feeding it for years, and she says something to the people that are trying to catch it and kill it. And I'm like. Oh my god, that was definitely not Rose Island. <laughs> but, but I'm trying to save R1 F-bomb for later, so I'm not actually going to quote her right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe that movie was Lake Placid. I That's, what, that's it. That's, no, that's right. the one that uh, yeah. I just remember her being quite foul-mouthed in that. So,
2: <laughs> And I remember it was an entertaining movie at the same time. <laughs> yes. That was definitely the movie, Lake Blasted. That was, that was a very interesting movies. Funny. Yeah. All right. And that goes back to Indy for your number two.
1: All right. It's for my number two. By the way, I didn't do my, I'm late on my number two jingle. Here it is. It's time for number two, Random
2: Rankings. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> After I've already done my number two? That's right. He's the
2: late jingulator. <laughs>
0: I told (laughs) you it was late.
2: (laughs) He did warn you that it was a late jingle. (laughs) All right. (laughs)
1: Anyway, my second (laughs) mythical creature slash... I chose one with a Christmas theme. A really messed up Christmas theme. (laughs) And for this, I chose the Krampus, which in some... Legends is the assistant to Santa Claus or Saint Nicholas. Some European traditions are Saint Nicholas and Krampus. They tag team and they go on their. They deliver their Christmas gifts. The good the good kids get a gift from Saint Nicholas. The bad kids get um get uh. A, uh, oh geez. They pretty much get caned by Krampus, and Krampus is a very ugly goat-like man half goat-like half-man creature, very evil. <laughs> so if you're very bad, you'll get you'll get caned by Krampus, <laughs> which is pretty uh pretty crazy. but I thought it was an interesting thing <laughs> to put as a mythical creature. So he
0: he made yeah. the list. <laughs> I believe Krampus was the background image on uh, a Alexa Bliss and uh, Fiend card and Supercard earlier, yeah, or at the end of last year, earlier this year. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, that's a uh, creepy
2: and uh, magical pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah i i found I found
1: out what he the uh, yeah, Bad Children with it was with um, tree branches like scratchy tree branches. He would whip the bad children with tree branches. All right. All right. That's fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A fun Christmas theme. So what's going on with you in the zoo, Tone? <laughs> oh, that's right. It is my turn. All right.
2: This next, uh, pick for my zoo experiences, uh, behind the scenes, uh, zoo experiences. Uh, we traveled down to the state of Texas Uh, we went to the San Antonio SeaWorld, SeaWorld San Antonio, however you want to say it. Uh, This one, we did two different experiences, um, and the first was uh, a behind-the-scenes tour of the penguin exhibit, uh, where we got to pet a Gentoo penguin, which uh, was amazing. It's uh, uh, my son's favorite uh, animal, and uh, just just the whole experience was, was amazing. And then, after we got to pet the, uh, the penguin and see all the behind the scenes of the, the penguins and the different size eggs. We went to, uh, the beluga whales and we got to pe- pet a beluga whale and which oh, is my wife's blue. favorite animal. Uh, so it was a, uh, it was a, a fantastic time. And, uh, and, uh, Jerry, I know that you want to go do the, uh, penguin petting. I could see from your head shaking that, uh, that you were, uh, so excited about, uh, uh, petting a penguin uh but right we'll go with that answer <laughs> but yeah so the petting a beluga on ted and uh and uh the uh the uh, behind the scenes there and then behind the scenes with the penguins and uh uh petting a penguin that is my number two
0: that is awesome All right i i did get to pet a uh, baby penguin I'm not sure which kind. I, I, it was at the Denver Zoo, so I'm thinking it was probably. Uh, I'm not even sure. I don't think it was an emperor. I can't remember what kind of penguins they have at the zoo, but um, whatever that was, though, it was it was uh, very young, just just barely getting its uh, its feathers and stuff. And uh, you like, I put my hand on it, and my like moved my hand, and it was like. One of those, uh, like, memory foam pillows where it's like my handprint was still there. <laughs> and it was, like, just so soft. It was so cool. Um, yes, very, very, very cool. I've never pet a beluga whale, though. But I do wonder, did you have a bulbous bouffant while you pet the beluga whale? I did not, unfortunately. <laughs> I did have my mucklucks on, though. Oh, good, good, good. Stay away from the yes, lover. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I have. Yeah, Sea World is great. And I have some good Sea World memories. I remember being very young and feeding. I was too. I'm too young to remember exactly what it was, but it was either a dolphin or a dolphin-like creature. I remember feeding them little fishies <laughs> and uh, other than, and, yeah. and plus all the the great
0: uh, animal shows they have there. <laughs> Yes. all I'm gonna say is y'all need hyenas Denver zoo has hyenas <laughs> and did you know that know. the uh the the male or the female hyena actually has a penis like uh, uh thing that comes out in order to um, have intercourse with the male <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of both worlds
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs>
0: And this is our first episode on Spotify and our last. <laughs> no, no, no. They have the other 40 on there. We're good.
1: That's true. When, when I, uh, the show had added all the, all of our archives first.
2: <laughs> nice. nice. That's awesome.
3: So it's going to be a couple of weeks before they get caught up to this point.
2: <laughs> all right. I think that was my number two. Uh, Jerry, what's your number two? <laughs>
3: All right, my number two is probably one of the best grown-up versions of a movie ever made. Um, for those of you that always wanted to remain a kid forever, your go-to. And Robin Williams' Hook was probably one of the best versions of Peter Pan I ever watched. So that is my number two, Hook.
2: Yeah, I mean, very good. You can't argue with that that was a a, a classic and anytime it's on i uh, i'm definitely watching it
0: i actually did not see that until like about two years ago i saw it for the first time really yeah really oh, uh, wow. I, I liked it I, I really liked it i thought dustin Hoffman did a great job as well oh yeah but um uh but yeah i mean the entire movie was really good though and, and very 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 good
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that in its original run, and, and I saw it recently. Still holds up. Good, good times. Uh, well, time you have uh, Spielberg doing a uh, adventure movie, we're usually in for a
2: for a treat. So, and that's not not an exception. Who do I take care of? You take care of Neverland bugs, the really tiny ones. <laughs> All right. Back to Dave. We're going up to the top shelf. We're pulling down our twelve pack of random pick potpourri categories. Uh and
0: for the final seat at the uh Rowdy's dinner party. Um we are going to have to use the time machine again to get to get this person here. So please um
4: friends. nope, so nope not that one.
0: Um <laughs> This person uh, helped revolutionize um, sports and um, and really started something as far as creating a footprint in not just America but the world um, and um, we celebrate him every year and uh, everybody in Major League Baseball puts on a number 42 and uh, I am uh, going back and getting Jackie Robinson and bringing him to... The uh, table to uh, sit with me and Colonel Sanders and Betty White, and <laughs> and ha- and have a very interesting dinner party and talk and I the the stuff that this man went through um, to to put up with everything he did and do it without striking back with violence is amazing, um, and uh, I I just get so much inspiration from that and so uh yes I would I would have jackie robinson at the uh, dinner party very solid
2: very solid that'd be uh that'd be a, a very uh interesting table i uh, I hope you uh, podcast it so we all could hear the conversations
1: <laughs> we may have to hire actors for that but uh... using a time machine man Oh, yeah. Or we can use a time machine, dude. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Jackie Robinson, great pick. And one of the many reasons 42 is my favorite number. Ooh, I guess one, I bet one
3: of the other reasons is because it's the answer to the ultimate question. (laughs) Of life?
2: Yes. Life, the universe, and everything? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Andy, it's time for you to reveal your number one. It's time for my number one late jingle. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) I know. I shouldn't be the only one that gets a song. But when it's my turn, it reminds me to do the jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, So, my number one mythical creature slash cryptid is is uh I did some research on some weird creatures like this, and the one that I decided to go with is a Japanese mythical creature called the Kasa Obake. No, not Bonita. K <laughs> not Kasa C-A-S-A, K-A-S-A, Obake. This is here's here's how the legend goes. A after someone owns an umbrella, or a, an umbrella has been in use for one hundred years, over time, or after a hundred years, the umbrella comes to life. It grows it grows an eye, it grows a, um, a mouth, and it's always got a long tongue sticking out, and it's and the handle becomes a single leg. So, this creature is a one-eyed. <laughs> umbrella with one leg that hops around with the tongue hanging out. <laughs> and uh, a one-legged, one one-eyed, I long-tongued... Want warm, flying purple people, yeah. One-eyed,
3: one-eyed,
1: so, Sorry. in this version would be the one-legged, one-eyed, long-tongued uh, umbrella. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <the> umbrella creature. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, I thought it was funny, and if you look up pictures of uh, of the Asa Obake, it's pretty funny. Oh, and some, sometimes it's portrayed without arms. Sometimes it has these claw-like arms, but sure, uh, I'm looking at, no arms. But it can grow some arms out of that handle. So that's my number one just because it makes me laugh that, the pictures of it make me laugh so uh that's my pick
2: that <laughs> uh that sounds uh incredible
1: <laughs> it said, and it that's... says it's a friendly creature so oh you, good it will be your friend you can hang out with it it's not it's not going to whip you with a tree branch like uh like my previous pick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of sounds like odie from uh, garfield
4: <laughs> a
1: little bit uh-huh. it's an, if a odie were an umbrella with one leg and one eye yes
2: <laughs> and i don't i don't know about you guys but i uh, can't get an umbrella to last more than 10 years so uh that's probably why that we don't see a lot of these around because uh, those umbrellas don't last 100 years
0: well, you well in
3: japan the last 10 years
0: <laughs> well i have betty white at the table i'll ask her She's 99 she may have one that uh, <laughs> Uh, we'll turn hundred next year. So uh, maybe in
2: Japan they make more quality umbrellas that last longer. I don't know. <laughs> oh goodness! All right. Oh, that comes back to me, doesn't it? Right. That is yep. yours. Let's
1: go back number to
2: number one zoo experience and or aquarium because uh, number two was at a uh, Sea World. Number one is also at an aquarium, coincidentally. Uh, this was uh, quite the amazing uh, experience, quite the amazing journey. Uh, we went down to the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, where they, uh, at the time, had four uh, whale sharks. Uh, whale sharks are humongous, gentle giants of the, of the oceans, uh, and uh, it was phenomenal to see them. Uh, just uh, just to see them. But we got to go on the Behind the Seas Tour, uh, S-E-A-S. I highly recommend that you, you do it. Uh, I highly recommend that you do the first one of the day uh, and ask them to go see the uh, whale sharks being fed first. Uh, usually you end at the whale sharks, but if you go at the first one, so they'll sometimes take you there first because the whale sharks are being fed. And it is uh, quite amazing. the uh, The aquarium... Uh, is, is humongous um, not just for the they have other creatures, they have belugas there. they have dolphins, uh, they have uh, a whole bunch of other uh, sea animals as well, uh, but the, um, the aquarium, uh, sea lions but the aquarium that houses uh, the um, um, uh, whale sharks uh, is enormous uh, is that's a new word that I just made up uh, gigantic, uh, and uh, it's, I think they said it was the size of uh, a football field in length. Uh, and um, the way that they feed the, the whale sharks, they're actually in like little rafts. And they um, they pull themselves on ropes with big nets of uh, krill, and they just kind of dump the, the, the nets into the water, and the whale sharks just kind of follow them and just open put up their huge mouths and, and just let all of this krill kind of go through. Um, well sharks actually have a very small uh, throat. Uh, so they, they um, um, can't eat much bigger than, than crow uh, size. Uh, and it, it was just uh, amazing. Then we got to see all the, the behind the scenes of the, uh, the aquarium, all the pipes and how the water change from regular water to salt water, and making sure all the, the animals are safe and, uh, it was it was an amazing, amazing experience. I highly recommend the Georgia Aquarium, even if you don't do the Behind the Seas tour. Uh, but if you have the time, I would say definitely check it out.
0: Very cool. That sounds amazing.
2: Wow. It, yeah. it, it really was, yeah.
1: Wow, yeah. And I was just looking up pictures of the sharks, and uh looks like it would be a great sight to see. I've never seen them in real life before. <laughs>
2: They're huge. Awesome. They're huge. <laughs> I'm a whale shark. I'm a whale shark. That's from Diego, by the way. That was the first <laughs> time I ever heard of a whale shark. Was uh, watching uh, Diego with uh, my son. Yeah, I highly recommend that episode of Diego. Also, <laughs> go, whale shark Diego know a whale shark. <laughs> go, Diego, go. go. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, Jerry. Let's uh, finish this uh, random potpourri twelve pack. How gotcha. you
3: So listen, this might have been the most difficult theme I have ever had to come up with a list from. I mean, this man had so many movies that I just absolutely loved: uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Goodwill Hunting, Jacob the Liar, Ferngoli, Aladdin, Man of the Year. These are all great movies that easily could have been my number one and there's going to be people out there they're going to question why some of these weren't my number one but I got to be honest with you um one of my favorite things in life is the inspiring teacher I had one of those that and actually she wasn't even my teacher I just sat in on her class my senior but she was that the teacher that made you want to learn more and be better and To me, that's why that that's probably the best thing in life to have that teacher that doesn't push you that way, but makes you want to be better and learn and be smarter. And that's why Dead Poet Society is my number one Robin Williams movie. Solid pick.
0: I I know I saw it a long time ago. I I haven't seen it lately, like the last twenty years um but uh um I, I know i i remember the the main parts of it i think um and uh, an episode of the goldbergs kind of filled in the rest um but, um, but yes um it, it, i think it's uh it's it's probably one of the movies that really put him on the map as far as being an overall actor not just a comedian so uh yeah very important for his career yes yeah. Uh, I like that
1: movie a lot. Again, like the uh, routing one, it's, it's been a while, but uh really great. I also have a soft spot for um, The Birdcage. <laughs> oh, that was amazing, too. Which, which is really funny, but it's also uh, um, when I went on my first date with Robin, it was uh, it was The Birdcage. that <laughs> was what we saw.
2: Well, that's fun. That is a great movie. That, mm-hmm. Both <laughs> movies, uh, Depot Society. All of his movies are great movies. Uh-huh. That, um, you could have picked for any any uh, three of a hat, and it would have been a, a good top shelf. But uh, Birdcage is, is definitely a fun movie. Also, mm-hmm. I really like uh, Hank Azaria. Is that how you pronounce <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I uh, I gotta say, I think probably my favorite thing about Birdcage is you took this actor who's always played a tough guy action hero in his movies, and you thrust him into this world with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Dean uh, Hackman just played that role to perfection, in my
0: opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was sitting here wondering what actor you were talking about. I'm like, tough guy. Like it's Stallone? No. He Nathan, wasn't. Is Nathan <laughs> Lane a tough guy? <laughs> Just, exactly. I'm like Nathan Lane. I don't consider a tough guy.
2: <laughs> no, I had the same look on my face, Dave.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, we've uh, reached up to the top shelf. We pulled down our favorite categories. Uh, always a fun one to, to you. Uh, Hear what the what we all pick, and uh, and then what is inside those categories. Um, let's see any honorable mentions that didn't oh, make
0: I, the list. I do have some uh, people that uh, are should if the dinner party had a very long table <laughs> and uh, <laughs> where I could pay attention to everybody. Uh, Kevin Smith, of course, would be there. Um, for wrestling wise, Triple H, uh, I, I think me and him have the same uh, passion and mind for the business. Uh, Bobby Heenan, you, you got to have Chris Farley. We we had mentioned him about something else. Walt Disney um, and Ali. Those are oh, and Mel Brooks. I Almost forgot Mel Brooks. But uh, yeah, those those were my honorable mentions that that I, I really I really struggled as far as. Uh, um, working through those, but uh, I, I felt some of them would have been too too obvious, that I, I didn't want to go completely obvious, and, and the other ones, the ones I did go with, I, I went with for very particular reasons, son, and uh, I stick by it. See, and personally, I would
3: love to add Owen Hart to that table.
0: Well, get your own table. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's down the hall.
3: Well, no, I'm just saying, if I was sitting down with with the people that he had, Owen Hart would be there, too, because I think think he'd have some great stories to tell.
2: Well, I can tell you right now that you're not invited to Dave's table, so you better just
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. make your own table. (laughs) So I guess right now it's just Owen and I sitting at the table together. That's not going to last long. (laughs) Well,
0: I didn't invite Brett either, so you can take Brett and and he can have his big brother at the table. You know what? I'll just take the entire Hart family and we'll sit down and have a little confab.
1: It'd <laughs> probably be a good one.
3: <laughs> probably.
1: Uh, I don't know.
3: <laughs> so as far as my topic, I think I basically covered my honorable mentions, but I do want to throw Moscow on the Hudson out there. If you have never seen that movie, um, that's one where Robin Williams next to the U.S., and it's it's actually pretty funny watching him try to adapt to the American way of life.
1: Right. Yeah, and uh, I think my very first speaking of more firsts in Robin Williams movies, the first movie I remember going to see in the theater, I'm pretty sure it was Popeye. <laughs> I believe that That's was deb- one. yeah, I believe that was his debut, and he was perfect as as that guy is that character
3: <laughs> real quick. I had
1: to sound <laughs> on, <record. laughs> on
3: record. While I was down in Houston, I wanted to have an extra day to find the the tunnels under the city that the workers the, the employees in Houston use to avoid the heat and the, the homeless people. We found the tunnels while I was down there this year and we walked through them and as we're coming back um I it was so the down in the tunnel, it was the three guys that came up from Florida for Comic Palooza, myself, and a girl named Chrissy that lives in the Houston area. So we're coming down this one tunnel, and there's a list of places over to our left um, that are in that are coming up in the tunnel, and one of them said Wimpy's. So I was like, you know, I've always wanted to go eat at Wimpy's. I hear they let you pay Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> so Christy. Stops dead in her tracks and looks at me and goes, Is that for real? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want know. to add one to I, I do want to throw uh, something out with Indies List. The Chupacabra has been really intriguing
1: me for a couple of years. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the good old goat sucker. <laughs> That's really what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Oh, and <laughs> speaking of uh, honorable mentions, <laughs> what about, how about those Krakens? Release the Kraken.
2: That's right.
1: Uh, Flash of the Titans and Pirates of the Caribbean 2, featured in both those movies too, as well as the future Hockey.
2: <laughs> October 12th, set your DVRs. Uh, Listen,
1: I'm just going
3: to say right now, if a Kraken steps on that ice... That's a ringer, get him out of there
0: or find the Kraken. I can't do it, Giselle. The goat sucker. (laughs) I had I tried not saying it. I tried. (laughs) I fought it. I tried I really fought it.
1: Oh, I, All right. I changed the subject too fast from from chupacabra. I didn't get the, the timing quite right, but that was very funny. So, question: Who goes on the apology
3: list for that joke? Is it her or is it Brady?
2: I think it's got to be her.
0: <laughs> I think her. You're still calling him the goat. So. Yeah, but that that's a compliment, though. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. That's that's the greatest of all
1: time. That's why I'm saying uh, <laughs> you're
0: complimenting Brady. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I even took my headset off to try and get get past that. I'm like, nope, not saying it, not saying it, and I
2: couldn't help it. All right, uh, one last piece of business, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Uh, I'm sorry. I...
2: Ba-bum, ba-bum.
1: So- 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 sorry. Oh, do we get getting sorry. work? I think I think the computer lag is not helping.
2: <laughs> However, I don't think we we're more in sync this time than we've ever been.
3: <laughs> you know, honestly, I think the worse we get at it, the better it is because isn't that the whole point? <laughs> Just having fun.
2: Right we have quite the short list tonight uh either i wasn't paying attention well enough or um we were on our best behavior um the first one is lena and uh and giselle
0: <laughs> so you're saying we have two people on the apology list and i did both yeah <laughs> all right
4: That's usually how it
2: goes. You are usually the cause of most
0: people on the apology list. I mean, that's that's, that's the reason we created it originally. But lately, it's been you. Can can we talk Uh, about his phrasing? Can we we talk about his phrasing? And he said, "Been
3: on." He said, and I quote: "We only had two on the apology list, and I did them both. No, no."
0: Well, Brady would make a list. <laughs> uh, I'd be selling my story.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Supermodel for which, that guy.
2: <laughs> which would be one of those mythical creatures, or. Then uh... <laughs> I'd make Indy's list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And if I haven't had a zoo, then it'd make your list. That's right. (laughs) And if Robin Williams was there, that'd be really creepy. Sorry. All dogs. Don't they break
3: into a zoo and all dogs?
2: (laughs) So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, We really uh, enjoy doing these podcasts. We like uh, these special themes. Uh, Hit us up on uh, Twitter uh, and uh, tell us what other uh, themes that we should be doing for Top Shelf um and i hope you all enjoyed these random rankings of
1: randomness
4: Reptilicus is silly, but he really illustrates the great array of monsters all over the place. Not just in Japan, but across the planet. An A to Z gamut or gargantuan panoply. Example, please. Or name a land. Belize. Oh, geez. easy peasy. Mesa maze. Seeing the Yucatan you can meet El Cadejo. and Belize they believe in him, they're not afraid to say so. Scotland. Nessie's living up in a lot. How about Poland? Scare scare crow named a so, so it's not just Godzilla? Well, duh, Crow. There's a lot that could kill you. Hey. Huh? Sorry, Crow. Okay. Rose. Joe. So. Yo, Jonah, how's the chorus go? Every country has a monster. They're afraid of in their nation. Every monster has a country. Yes, yeah, station they Glouting, what turned the Musk deer's guts to spaghetti? Was it in Tibet? Yep, I bet he met a yeti. Australia? dare drop bears, Montpelier. Then they'll sell hella touristy paraphernalia. <laughs> Trooper cops chewing up cattle down in Mexico. Del Geats, Horns Battle battling the Navajo. Kongo's Kongo's motto is a Mango flying dino. I know I don't want to die, but when I do, he'll be the guy. Whoa! Whoa. So no crow, servo, ready to go? Starts. cro is a monster from Luxembourg, <laughs> who's actually
2: the size of Luxembourg. He crushed the whole country
4: of Luxembourg, because, because he is the size of Luxembourg. <laughs> Egypt's got mummies like Toot and Common. Leprechaun on the lawn in Boston Common. Lot's got the hang of it, the song's really kicking. Chickadee China, China, the, the Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. By that I mean Zhufang Fang and Peng, mm. giant Chinese birds, and oh, one oh, of them yeah, yeah, turns yeah. into a fish. Anyway... The news, killer shrews in the loop guru. Baba Yaga, Joroguru, and the Infundulu. Now you guys realize the surprising size of all the worldwide daikaiju. Every country has a monster they're afraid of in their nation. Every monster Sasquatch. has a country. That's Canada. They a station they call their home. of down, all the swans. Every country. Standing. A monster, they're afraid, they're, afraid they're afraid of being up in the nation. You're thirteen and every monster. monster as a country, yeah, we have got movies.